sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. With the counterattack, one of the keys to tonight's game. You see the puck protection right there. Walks the left leg of Adrian Kempe. Watch him shoot it out right there. Stick of Keith doesn't get there. Hold, tuck around the goaltender. But it did start in the neutral zone where the Oilers could not keep going forward. And the Kings, like we talked about, Alex, when you get that opportunity, you go and you go 100%. Ground ball. Velasquez throws across. Listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Wednesday, May 11th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844 843 6879. Again, that's toll free 844 843 6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O P P O S I T E. Picks, P I C K S. Email me. Go to my website, oppositepicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Sportsnet with the Kempe uh, overtime game winner for the Kings. BSW with the final. Uh, call of uh, Detmer's no-hitter for the L.A. Angels. Well, you can't keep a good team down. Uh, this really is pathetic, NFL. No-hitter. How about a near-no-hitter? How about another near-no-hitter? Uh, no ball for the golfers. No balling for Morant. A bunch of cockroaches and uh, going with the public tonight versus the boys in Vegas. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, the award-winning opposite picks. What award? I gave myself an award. What's going on, LLs? Uh, no one else will. What's going on on this uh, Wednesday afternoon? A little hump day in the week. Uh, not a bad uh, day so far on Long Island here. The sunny skies, not exactly warm, warm, but it is what it is. Uh, better to be above ground than below ground, right, as the saying goes. Uh, how about last night? We got a no-hitter. We got the rare overtime game in hockey. We got two blowouts in the NBA. Got some football news to get to. How about Tom Brady making more money in retirement? Well, that's a goal in life, huh? To know that when you retire, you're going to make more money than when you were working. That's a that's a pretty good goal, and that's the case for Tom Brady with his new contract with Fox Sports. So uh, we will get to it all uh, on uh, opposite picks on Sports Grid Radio, including your phone calls again eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. We'll start with the no hitter. Although I, I I must say this at least is a little bit of a story because he's a rookie. But these no hitters they, they are getting old. You know the standard now should be perfect game. I get it. It's an anomaly. It's kind of quirky. It is you know it is impressive that a team 
team will go an entire game without getting one base hit. I mean, that really takes some futility. I look at it more as the futility on, in this case, Tampa Bay's part than the uh, great pitching uh, on the Angels' uh, part. But at least it is a, a rookie, so that's a nice little story. And Lord knows the Angels have been riddled with bad stories over the last couple of years, so that they could use some good news, I suppose. A lot of it their own doing. Thank you very much. Covering up stories about people's death, drugs, and everything else. Thank you very much, Angels. So uh, they got a shot in the arm last night. 22-year-old kid coming up. He throws a no-hitter against the Tampa Bay Devil Dogs. Now, listen, you and I can throw a no-hitter against this Devil Dogs team. They're good, but they can't hit out of the way of a paper bag. Second no-hitter in baseball already this season. Almost had another one with Justin Verlander. Almost had a third one uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher who no-hit the Stankies through six. So I remember this last year, right? Same thing last year. We had about four, three or four at least the first month and a half or so, two months of the baseball season, and then the weather warmed up, and the ball started going a little bit further, and then that was basically the end of the no-hitters. So kind of the same thing, I suppose, as, as last year. But And there was one play that, you know, honestly, to, to me, it was an error. So I'm not going to bitch and complain, but I've seen worse be called hits. Let's put it that way. Seventh inning, guys obviously working on a no-hitter. I think there was one out, man. One out or no outs. Ground ball to the right of the first baseman. He comes off the bag, uh, and Walsh, Jared Walsh, the first baseman. Um, and he botches the ball, tries to pick it up. He can't. And then uh, Brett Phillips, the uh, the hitter, uh, easily beat the throw to first base. I don't know if there was a throw, to tell you the truth. So was it an error? Absolutely. The guy should have had it. Would it have been a close play had he made the ground ball catch and then toss it to the pitcher covering? Yeah. Would have been real close because Phillips is a fast guy. And if you see the pitcher going over there, Detmers, and Phillips running down the base pass, they're almost simultaneously looking like they're going to hit that first base. Maybe the pitcher, Detmers, would have got there. But they ruled it in there, so the no-hitter stayed intact, and he got the next guys out. And like I said, I'm not going to bitch because he should have made the catch, and then you got to hope the pitcher gets over there in time. But I will tell you, I've seen worse be ruled base hits just because they tend to lean towards the batters in these circumstances, not necessarily with no hitters, but just in general, close play. Okay, he's 15, 20 feet off the bag. It would have been a real good play to get the guy out. So, but... You know, that would ruin the story of the seventh inning. And, oh, by the way, it was a home game, so you had the hometown official score. So you get a no-hitter there. Verlander lost his in the eighth, and then the, uh, the Blue Jay lost his in the uh, seventh. And lo and behold, the Stankies come all the way back, and they win the game on a Mike Trout. All right, Mike Trout, but on the average judge, uh, three-run homer. So uh, life is grand for the New York Stanky fans so far. All right, a lot to get to, including some NFL news. We'll go over the NBA, the hockey last night, all our plays, all coming up. Opposite picks right here on Sports Good Radio, Series 67159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And the 1-2. Justin Verlander was within five outs. 
pitching his fourth no hitter of his career. Only Sandy Koufax and Nolan Ryan have done that. And Verlander goes seven and a third no hit innings tonight. I really thought we were going to see something special tonight, but Gio Urshela spoils it by going the other way with that fastball. Another incredible start for Justin Verlander. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, yes, and uh, ATT Sportsnet Southwest with the calls there. Stanky's do win on the uh, Judge uh, three-run homer, and the uh, Verlander uh, no-hitter goes up in smoke in the eighth inning with the former Yankee Gio Shirley getting the base hit there. Uh, so we did have that one no-hitter, and we had two that came close, including that one. Welcome back. Opposite picks <clears throat> right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, uh, 159, 13 minutes past the hour. Uh, let us check and see what happened in the world of sports last night uh, pertaining to the world of of gambling. We'll start in the NBA as the Heat blew out Philadelphia game one of the two games last night 120-85. What an absolute gutless Doc Rivers slash James Harden playoff performance. Uh, one of the worst you'll ever see. I, I don't understand this and it pertains to all sports. It's a pivotal game five, right? Not life and death on the line. You're not getting eliminated but the series is tied at two. You know, you need to find a way to win one if you're Philadelphia in Miami, whether it's this one or game seven and you you're coming off two terrific wins at home, and you just get blown out from start to finish. I mean, just from start to finish, up 12 after the first quarter was Miami. Never threatened, really, the rest of the way. They put seven players in double, uh, double figures, including Jimmy Butler's team-high 23 points. And uh, it, it was as every bit of a 35-point win as you would uh, get uh, from uh, seeing the score. I mean, just just awful. If you're a 76 fan, so disgusted. And beat 17 points, five rebounds. Guys, seven freaking feet tall is getting five rebounds. How's that possible? You're the tallest guy on the court, and you're getting five rebounds. Man, it's so easy to be an NBA player. All you have to do is be tall. Just have to be tall and have a little bit of desire. Just a little bit and tell yourself, okay, all I'm going to do is just get rebounds. And while that may not be the greatest thing in the world, you know what? It'll make you $10, $15, 20000000 million a year. Five freaking rebounds. Harden, 14 points. Uh, James Harden went back to the James Harden we've seen all season long, except for last uh, last game when he scored 31 points. So uh, game over, basically, first five minutes in, 120-85. Miami wins, game goes under. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We had both with our uh, premium guys. Uh, Phoenix blew out Dallas, 110-80. to I will say at least the uh, Mavericks showed up for a half as uh, they were only down three at halftime, but they blew it open. Did the Suns outscoring Dallas 33-14 and the third quarter, turning a three-point lead into a 22-point blowout. Devin Booker, 28 points. Chris Paul, only seven. I am amazed. A FanDuel boost, they had a 15 points of Chris Paul and a win at plus 150. Man, that looks so good, so easy yesterday. You knew the Suns were going to win. They were minus three to one money line favorite, right? And now he's going to be able to get odds. All I needed to do is have uh, Paul, who was in for a major bounce back after two bad games in Dallas, score 15 lousy points. Not even close. Not even close. Seven points, and three of those came like the final minute when he, he threw up a three. I mean, man, 
just can't beat the boys in Vegas. You just, you just can't. I mean, how did FanDuel know? Why would they have chosen Chris Paul? The whole world who saw that boost said, okay, I'll take that. There's no way he's not scoring 15 points at home. 110-80. So they take a 3-2 series lead, as do the Miami Heat. Tonight, you got two games. Milwaukee at Boston laying five and a half. Are the Celtics series tied at two? Kind of feels like Boston should be leading the series, doesn't it? I mean, they nearly won one of the games. They did won the first game. They lost the second game. You know, they, they should have won the third game, or at least they could have. I'm surprised they played as well as they did. Then they did win the fourth game. It just seems like Boston is leading this thing three to two. Not three to one, but three to two. It seems like they kind of have control. Uh, and I'm buying in on the Celtics. I think they win. Not thrilled with laying five and a half tonight, but you know what? They played them tough three out of the four games. So uh, maybe the Celtics are actually playing up to their potential this postseason. We'll see. Helps not having Middleton for Milwaukee, but um, <coughs> we'll see if they can get it done tonight. They have to. They need to. Well, they don't have to, but they need to. They should. They could take a 3-2 series lead. Uh, Golden State plays at Memphis. Warriors now up to four. That was two last night. No job, Morant. He's out with a sore knee, they're saying. Let me tell you something. Uh, something isn't right in Denmark with, with that because one of two things are happening. One, he doesn't just have a sore knee. Or two, if it is just a sore knee, then he did not injure it on that Jordan Poole play. That He must have injured it beforehand. That may have tweaked it a little bit more, but there's no way you're missing two games because the guy touches your knee. I mean, he didn't rip and grab it like people want to indicate. He really didn't. So I think it's worse than what they're suggesting. I, I don't know why they think what they're going to win the uh, the series and uh, they're going to you know have the next round opponent be in limbo and whether Morant's going to play or not. I got a feeling he he tore ACL or MCLs or, or something along those lines. It just can't be a sword knee. You, you like I said, you don't miss two games a week's worth of action basically. Because you have a sore knee. If it's a sore knee, get out there and freaking play. You know, I'll, I'll deal with the soreness. Give me a shot. Beat me some uh, Novocaine. Give me some Ben, uh, you know, Ben Gay, and I'll go freaking play. And so it's it's got to be more than that. A sore knee soreness due to a bone bruise. What is a bone bruise? Your your bones don't bruise. Where's our doc? You you can't bruise a bone. It's either broken or it's not. There's not a black and blue mark on your bone. Dopey. That said, I think the Grizz have a fighting chance. I, I thought they were able to uh, cover the spread, and they did cover the 10. They damn should have won game four. They blew it. And I think they're live dogs tonight getting four. I, I do. 20 and six now this season without Morant. Clearly, they've shown they can play. Clearly, they've shown they can hang with Golden State at Golden State. You know, maybe this is the game. Maybe they shot their load, if you will, uh, in game four. But I don't think so. I, I, I think this team has been too successful all year. I'd be surprised if they went out without a fight tonight. I, I really would. NHL, uh, last night, we'll begin with Toronto beats Tampa Bay 4-3. They take a 3-2 series lead. Got to give them credit. You know, biggest jokers the NHL has actually rallied from 2-0 down second period. And they ended up beating the uh, two-time defending Stanley Cup champs 4-3. They take a 3-2 series lead. King shock Edmonton late last night. 5-4 in overtime after the Kings blew a 4-2 relatively late third period lead. Edmonton scored twice. They sent it to overtime. And uh, lo and behold, uh, Kempe scores in overtime. You may have heard that earlier. And they win a 5-4. They take a 3-2 series lead.
Edmonton, a monster two and a half or so to one favorite to win this series and in these games, especially at home. And LA's now beaten Edmonton twice in Edmonton. Wow. Carolina beat Boston 5-1. Another one of those situations. You know, big game five, and our Bruins don't don't show up. Two-nothing, blink of an eye. I mean, a ball game over. I, I I don't you win the last two, and how do you how do you not even show up? Pathetic. Game goes over because Boston scored with about eight minutes left to make it 4-1. They pull the empty net. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have. Uh, or even if they did, you know, an empty net would have made a 5 nothing. But that Boston goal with about eight, nine minutes left actually gave you a push if you had the over on that one. And then St. Louis uh, beat Minnesota 5-2. Winning in St. Louis to grab a 3-2 series lead. So you got blowout, blowout. But you actually got two close games. Two rare, rare one-goal games last night. We'll go over some of the numbers. Uh, they're not pretty, uh, but they are indicative of how you should be betting from here on out. And all our pyramid plays and everything else, all coming up opposite picks right here. Sports Grid Radio phone calls as well on uh, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Little touch. Seconds. Springer. And the Miami Heat to the bell. They will stay perfect at home in the playoffs. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. At TNT there with the call. Welcome back. Opposite Picks on this uh, Wednesday, 25 past the hour right here on Sports Grid Radio, Series 6 m 159 We'll hit some phones here in a bit. 844-843-6879. Just want to give you updated numbers here on the NBA and NHL playoffs. Like to keep track of this stuff. Uh, two more unders last night in the NBA. We now have 43 unders, 24 overs. 19 more unders, including an amazing, this really is an amazing number, 26 and 6 under in the Eastern Conference. At a third, think about that, at a 32 Eastern Conference playoff games, only six have gone over. Man, and that is remarkable. That, that really is. Favorites, uh, both won last night, both covered 48 and 17 straight up, 38, 26 and 1 against the spread. Uh, I imagine, uh, and I'm guessing uh, Scott Foster, I forgot to check, did not referee uh, the uh, Phoenix Suns game last night. NHL, uh, favorites, 21-15 uh, now. Over-under, three more overs with a push. The Bruins game ended up being a push. That was six. So we now are a 15-4-1 uh, overrun overall. 23 overs, 12 unders with one push. But 15 of the last 20 games have gone over. That's a pretty good clip. Uh, score first and win, 29-7 and seven now. I think there was one team last night that was leading after the first that didn't score first and won. Uh, we upped our overtime total to four. Third period overs. I don't know why we hopped off this, but we did for some goofy reason. And I'm, I'm still keeping track of it, even though we're not betting it. At least I'm not betting it. It doesn't mean you can't bet it, obviously. Uh, but we last night we had one over, two over, three over. We had four overs in the third period. Four goals, three goals, four goals, and three goals. So not even close. Uh, so far, 
26 overs, 10 unders, third period. One goal games. We actually had a couple last night. So we're now 7 and 29 in one goal games. And here's the one that's uh, the most amazing to me. Teams leading after two periods. We actually had a team blow a third period lead last night. Uh, naturally, it had to be Tampa Bay, the team I really need to win. Uh, 25-2-1. One, uh, how can we have one? Uh, oh, it went to overtime. So we didn't count that, I suppose. No, why do we have, I don't have one in there. Um, I think I put one in there because there was one game last night that was tied after two periods. So 25-2 and two with nine games tied entering the third period. It's only been two teams entering the third period that have actually come back to win. That's amazing. That uh, That is amazing. All right, 516-234-4728. We got some pyramid plays to get to here. Uh, we got our open parlay, which we won again with last night. So we got two down, and we need uh, four more to go. We'll start a new one on the underdog, and we'll do our If Lightning Strikes uh, parlay as well. First up, a few phone calls, as we always like to do. We got some NFL stuff to get to as well, as the NFL is really treating you like an idiot. They really, really, really are treating you like an absolute idiot. And I I'm, I'm putting my foot down. I really am. Uh, but we'll begin with the Dom in East Rochester on uh, Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. What's going on, Dom? How are you on this Wednesday? Hey, Scotty. How you doing? Not bad. How are you? I'm okay. I'm on the second leg of my trip home from uh, Charlotte, uh, you know, East Rochester, going through Pennsylvania right now. You know, Scotty, I got an idea how... Uh, how we could really move traffic uh, uh, better with all the traveling I do. <laughs> and uh, just right. don't go over too big with some, a lot of your LLs. Get these trucks off the road. Get these trucks off the yeah, road. Yeah, that won't go fight. over too well. <laughs> and <laughs> and how, how do we expect so, to move commerce? How, how are we planning on moving all the food and you know the, uh, the furniture you know and the cars? And... Let, let Biden figure it out. That's all. <laughs> there you go. I, I, yeah, I don't care. Don't buy anything. Uh, anyway, listen, I know that's foolishness. Uh, Scotty, uh, you know, I got to give you some credit. Uh, would you like me to repeat that so you could tape it or something? But uh, you, you cram a yeah, lot into yeah, that an would hour. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, you, you cram a lot into an hour. Listen, does, does a no-hitter against Tampa Bay count, really? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, you might as well have to peak a high in there, you know? <laughs> right. And I, I got two money things, and and I'll go. Uh, first of all, you mentioned a guy, I think he's on the Celtics, makes about $35 million a year, but that really doesn't motivate him. What most motivates him is somebody gets in his face. Uh, right? Is yeah, that what you Al Horford. So that, that's yeah. what motivates you. Yeah, 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 yesterday. Perfect. And, and, and Scotty, $375 million for a job that, A, you don't even know if the guy can do. Okay? And, two, I got to give you credit again. You could probably do it better than he could do it. But... He's got the face. He's got the notoriety. He's going to get the $375 million. And you continue to try to convince me 
Yeah, dude, there's nothing wrong with sports. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, that, uh, appreciate the phone call, Dom. And that would be one Tom Brady. 10-year deal. We, we thought yesterday, right? I told you Romo... Uh, was making $20 million, so you knew it had to be at least $20 million, and, and obviously probably even more than that. I, I thought maybe 25 30 and I said I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually 40 I really wouldn't. And lo and behold, it, it came in at $37.5 million. And a 10-year deal, no less. You're, you're right, Dom. I mean, I appreciate the call. I mean, what, what if he's lousy? I mean, we've had Dan Marino, lousy. We, we've had Joe Montana, lousy. Uh, you know, there's been a number of guys, you know, that just don't do well in that setting. Now, this is a little different in that he's not going to be in studio where you really have to kind of get your thoughts out there in, in uh, you know, five to ten seconds, literally maybe 15 if you're lucky. Um, but, uh, you know, this is a little different where he gets to do the games so you can be a little bit more glib. But that that's, uh, you know, that that's a lot of money. Let, let's put it that way. Uh, a, a lot, a lot of money. Uh, Andrew, you can cut him off there, Andrew. Um, there you go. I think we still have Dom on hold. Uh, yeah, just eliminate him. There you go. Um, so, that, yeah, yeah, $37 million and maybe a bust. And then what? Then you're stuck with a guy that, who, you know, it's funny. They, they put as part of his uh, job responsibilities just to be a liaison, basically. He's going to be going to parties. You know, he's going to be a guy that Fox Sports is going to be paying $37.5 million to. And for what? For the right to say, yeah, we have Tom Brady. Well, what are you doing with him? Nothing. Uh, so what's he doing for your network? Eh, nothing. So why do you have him? Oh, so we can have to go to parties and say, here's Tom Brady. Come to the Fox party. Come meet Tom Brady. Wow. A lot of money. A lot of money. God bless you. You can get it, you know. You wonder why you're going to have 50 gazillion commercials, though, during these football games? That's why. You wonder why they're going to tell the officials to run that clock, even though the running back or wide receiver or whatever goes out of bounds? Because we need to still keep it in the three-hour time limit, but we just can't afford to have long football games. So make sure that clock rolls because we got to spend another three, four, five minutes a game on commercials. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But... If you can get it, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, pyramid plays uh, for today. Yesterday, first up, we had uh, Miami. Oh, I love, love the heat. Uh, I knew that line dropping from three and a half, two and a half. Another example of just don't let line movements to scare you off. Uh, that was the winner. We had the over Chris Paul. You know, that turned out to be a loser. I can't believe that, but it did. Uh, we had Tampa Bay, the Lightning last night against Toronto, was their best hockey play. We had a 2 nothing second period. Man, over uh, David Perrone. Uh, Perron for St. Louis, shots on goal. That was an easy winner. Baseball, Dodgers laying a run and a half against Pittsburgh. Easy winner. And then our play of the day was the Dodgers. If you're only going to play one, easy winner. So uh, not bad overall. I'll go over the numbers, um, you know, when we have a little bit more time this week. But uh, so far, so good. Shots on goal last night. We went 14-9. Pasternak, winner. Bergeron, winner. Marshawn, winner. Hall, loser. Shreznikov, a loser. Ajo, Teravainen, winners for uh, Carolina. Point, a loser for Tampa Bay. Toronto, we won with uh, Nylander, and uh, that's it. We lost with Matthews, Tavares, who stinks, and Morgan Riley. Uh, won with uh, Perron for St. Louis. Lost with O'Reilly. Won uh, both the Minnesota guys, Kaprizov and Erickson. 
we went two and two with the Edmonton guys, and then we went uh, three and zero oh with the King guys, Kempe, Kopitar, Ayafalo. So fourteen and nine. That brings our overall numbers since we've been doing this: two hundred and forty-two up, one hundred and sixty-four down. Good for five thousand fifty bucks if you're a hundred-dollar player. Oh, do we just own shots on goal? All right, tonight best plays, pyramid plays, NBA. We're going to go under Celtics Bucks 214. Don't fight it. When I say 26 and 5, you got to go under. Props over 13 and a half points, Al Horford. I know every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to be on his over after he scored 30, but you know what? I'm going to go with the public here. He's not going to get 30 again, but he should get at least 14. Best hockey play, Panthers lay a goal and a half against Washington. Over shots on goal, Ovechkin, baseball, right back on the Dodgers. And if you're only going to play one, Ovechkin over three and a half. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. music means time to take out those pad and pencils get set for the fastest and more importantly most profitable five minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks you newbies ask well i give you seven games seven thousand reasons why i like one team and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches systems injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas although we did last night we went one and six unfortunately by going opposite so if you went with the real plays then uh, you are on fire last night. We're 154 up, 189 down by going opposite. So uh, yours truly have been uh, doing a good job. Let's see if it continues here, depending on which side you're on. We're going to start in the NHL where the Florida Panthers are laying a goal and a half versus Washington. I won't lay the two and change. We won't ever do that in a hockey game. You know what? The Capitals are going to be staying up all summer nights knowing they were two minutes away from going up three games to one in this series and perhaps winning the series. Instead, Panthers score with two minutes left in game four, send the game to overtime where they win it and they take uh, the series, uh, the even a series at two games apiece rather than being down 3-1. That's obviously huge. That, my friend, is the last we're going to see of these Capitals. Florida at home tonight. They're going to get their mojo that they had in the regular season and that that goal, if Florida goes on to win the Stanley Cup championship, that that's going to be the goal of the postseason for Florida. Love the Panthers here to roll the Cap. Yeah, give me Washington, uh, the Capitals, plus the one and a half goals. Pick number two, Pittsburgh, plus 115 at the New York Rangers. Uh, looks like the Rangers are starting goalie Igor Shosturkin in net. He's been awful. Yanked the last two games for being sucky. He's seeing ghosts out of Sam Darnold. No way in the world do the Rangers win this game with this bum in the nets. <laughs> this is just like them handing you a free winner. Love Pittsburgh, plus odds no less. Uh, give me the Rangers, minus the 135. Pick number three, NBA Celtics laying five and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, here we go. We are officially back on our Celtics bandwagon. Uh, I'm all in, like they said in Godfather 2. Let's go Celtics. They crushed the Bucks tonight. Uh, give me the Bucks, plus the five and a half. 
Pick number four, baseball. Dodgers laying a run and a half at Pittsburgh. That's an afternoon game, so be careful. Uh, you know what? Dodgers lost game one of the series, and we told you yesterday, no way are they losing two in a row to Pittsburgh. They whacked the Pirates 11-1. to And same thing here. You know, ultimately, no way are they losing a series to the Pirates, which is what would happen if they lost today. The Pittsburgh would have taken two out of three. No way, no how. Love, 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 love the Dodgers here. Even with some stiff on the hill, doesn't matter. Uh, Dodgers are twice the team the Pirates are. Uh, give me the Pirates uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number five, Milwaukee Brewers laying a run and a half at Cincinnati. Same thing here. Reds won the first game in this series on Monday. Brewers won last night 5-4. to four. The Reds are not going to win a series versus the best team in the division. One of the better teams, obviously, in all of baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers. So, absolutely, even though the Reds are at home, lay the run and a half. Brewers are due for one of those nice, easy 6-2, 6-3, 7-2 type of wins here. Love Milwaukee here. Uh, give me the Reds plus the one and a half runs. Uh, pick number six, Arizona Pick'em versus Miami. Don't look now, folks, but break up the Diamondbacks. They won again last night. You realize this team, the biggest waste of human flesh in baseball uniforms west of the Mississippi, is now 11-3 their last 14 games. And they're getting uh, odds or, or pick them at home to my, against Miami, for goodness sakes. Oh, love Arizona here. Uh, give me Miami at uh, Pick'em. And pick number seven, St. Louis, the Cardinals lay a run and a half versus Baltimore. You know what? The Orioles stink. Nice and simple. They did win the other day. Uh, but again, much like those other two series we talked about, no way, no how do they win two games against St. Louis. No way. Uh, love the Cardinals here to rebound and get a nice home win. And give us the Baltimore plus the one and a half runs. Opposite picks. We're going to start with the Capitals plus a goal and a half at Florida. Uh, the Rangers, uh, despite Shesterkin in the Nets, minus 135 against the Penguins. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, plus five and a half at the Boston Celtics. Pittsburgh Pirates plus a run and a half against the LA Dodgers afternoon game. Reds plus a run and a half against Milwaukee. Pretty sure that's an afternoon game as well. Uh, Marlins pick them uh, at Arizona despite the Diamondbacks being 11 and three last 14 games and the Baltimore Orioles on the road plus a run and a half uh, at St. Louis. Opposite picks for this uh, today, Wednesday, the 11th. Good luck, folks. All right, there you go. We'll post those as we always do on the website, oppositepicks.com. For those driving around, can't write that stuff down. We got our pyramid plays out there. Time to look at our open parlays. Uh, before we maybe we'll hit some more phone calls if you want to chime in, 844-843-6879. All right, first up, uh, our baseball plays. Yesterday we went 2-2, two and two, which uh, is not great, but we picked up a couple of shekels since, again, we bet nothing but underdogs. So we won with Arizona plus 115. We lost with the uh, – uh, we lost uh, – we won with Seattle, rather, plus uh, 115. So uh, we lost with Minnesota. Uh, and we lost with Cleveland. So we picked up 30 bucks if you're a $100 player, two and two. So we're now 33 up, 48 down for minus 437. So still some ground to make up for sure. Right back on these same teams. Indians uh, getting plus 120 against the White Sox. Arizona, as I mentioned in opposite picks, uh, pick them even against Miami. Um, yeah, Minnesota plus 106 at home against Houston. Seattle is a favorite, minus 148 with our guy Gilbert on the hill. I like him. I, I play him 
him all the time. So we'll, we'll play him tonight, even though we generally try and only play favorites here or underdogs. Uh, but we'll go with uh, Seattle uh, minus the 148 against uh, Philadelphia. So those four plays, we'll see if we can uh, make some more ground. Uh, if lightning strikes, uh, we lost yesterday. It did not strike. We lost with the Mavs. We did win with the Kings. Um, we lost with the Pirates, and we, and we lost with the Rockies. So one and three is not going to cut it. Tonight slash this afternoon, uh, we're going to go with the Baltimore Orioles plus the 190, the Milwaukee Bucks plus 184. That's not bad. Uh, Rockies plus 184, and then the Dallas Stars uh, at Calgary plus 188. We put five bucks on that. If it hits, we win $331. So far, we're 0 for 14. We told ourselves we we're going to do this until we put 200 bucks into the kitty. So we got 40 chances here for lightning to strike. So far, it hasn't. Did go 3-1 and one, one time, uh, but that's as close as uh, we have come. But uh, good luck tonight. Our six-team open parlay. We had it all on the heat last night. That was a winner. So we won $170. We add that to our 190 pot that we had. So we now have 360 bucks. Where are we going to go tonight? We're going to get greedy. I normally don't, but it's too tempting not to. We're going to go with the Florida Panthers minus 140 to win in regulation. Now, normally uh, the line is like 220. That means that the game goes to overtime and uh, the Panthers win, you win. When you bet, obviously, to win a regulation, if the game goes to overtime, even if Florida wins, you lose. But they're whacking that thing down from minus 220 to minus 140. If my thinking is correct, and that is Washington is emotionally drained, Florida just got a new life with that late goal and win last time out, it's not going to overtime. And we've only had four games going overtime anyway, so the chances of this one being the fifth are slim and none, and slim left the door open. So let's let's take it. You know what? 360 on the Panthers, minus 140 to win in regulation against the Capitals. If we win, we win 257 bucks, And that'll be leg number three. We got to roll it over six times. So keep your fingers crossed. Our underdog parlay, which we use a quarter of a unit. In our purposes, that's 25 bucks. Uh, we lost with Tampa Bay last night, so we got to scratch that one, fudge. So now we're 0 for 32. And uh, tonight we're going to go with the Penguins uh, plus the uh, 114, 115 against the New York Rangers. So $25 to win 28. And if we win that, then we, we'll roll it over. We'll take that $28 winning plus the original $25 bet. I get asked to uh, explain this from time to time, uh, and, and that's what you do. Normally, what it would be an open parlay is you just go to your uh, website and you sit, hit 16 open parlay, and that allows you to put bets in, you know, one a day, two a day, three a day, none a day. But not a lot of sites do that. So what I figured out was if you just bet one game at a time and take those winnings and basically put it into the next bet and then put it into the next bet and then put it into the next bet, it comes out to be the same. So that's what we're doing here. So uh, and that's why we have our 360 bucks because we won twice uh, with that open parlay for that one. So that uh, you're in the book. So we got our baseball plays. We got that. Uh, and uh, we should be all set. Our shots on goal, guys, for tonight. Again, FanDuel doesn't post the numbers until this afternoon, but uh, I will post them on the website, on the, on the hockey page. Going, you know, there's three games. I, I will say this. Alex Ovechkin hasn't had four shots on goal in two straight games. That's only happened 
literally like two, maybe three times. I'll have to double check all season long. If you know, and I know he's been checking and doing a little bit more physical work, but you know what? Time for Alex to step up and be the old Alex Ovechkin. I, I don't need you checking and fighting people, Alex. I need you shooting the puck. I would be very, just just based on how things have gone this year, I would really be surprised if he didn't get four shots on goal. That's why if you're only going to play one tonight, as much as I love the Dodgers and I love the the Hurricane or the, I love the Panthers and uh, the Underbucks and this and that, it's got to be a Vetchkin. There's no way he's going three straight playoff games, especially since they lost. Now, had they won game four, then he'd be like, okay, whatever I'm doing is working. But, nah, he, he's got to get four tonight. Absolutely has to. Didn't know two ways about it. So we're going to look for his number. Uh, Kinnett's off for him. The usual four from Florida, Ekblad, Bennett, and Barkov, and Huberdeau. Uh, Pittsburgh, I'm going to play all the Penguins because the Rangers have been giving up 45 shots a, goal, a, a game. So, And I think I'm going to dump both Ranger guys that we normally play, Kreider and Zabinajad. I'll, look, I'll take a look at their playoff numbers. Uh, and then the Calgary-Dallas we're going to consider Kachuk, Goudreau, Coleman, and Lindholm, but we're not going to play all four. Pavelski and Hints for Dallas as well because there's just not been that many shots on goal in this series. So I'll probably limit it to just one one apiece uh, depending on the numbers that we get. And, I'll, again, I'll look at the uh, the playoff numbers. One thing about postseason numbers, they do change for the regular season. You, you do have to kind of, like, uh, know that some guys just don't show up in the postseason. As great as the regular seasons are, Postseason, yeah, sometimes they're just, they're just not there. So, again, check the hockey page on their website, and uh, I'll post uh, the picks uh, as soon as the lines come out this afternoon. All right, uh, how about the Dallas Cowgirls? Or excuse me, the, uh, the Cowgirls and the Green Bay Packers, and really the NFL. They leaked out that the Packers with the former Green Bay head coach Mike McCarthy will be playing at Green Bay uh, Week 10, November 13th. So what's the problem, Scott? The problem is I'm just so sick of this stuff. I mean, they, you know, they leaked out last week the overseas games. Then they leaked out one of the Christmas Day games. Then they leaked out, you know, the Monday night game. Now they leaked out the Dallas to Green Bay game. Just the whole schedule is coming out tomorrow. Stop it already. All right, you're the NFL. All right, you're not the WNBA. You're not desperate for so so much attention. I mean, just leak the stupid thing out in its entirety, for goodness sakes. You know, and I'm watching the Four Letter Network and some of these other websites, and they treat this like it's gold. Oh my God, Green Bay is going to be playing the you know Dallas. Wow, stop it. Just give us the schedule. Who who cares, man? All right, quick little break. We'll wrap up shop next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. Hey, welcome back. Opposite picks on uh, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. A couple of stories here that we didn't have time to uh, get into too much uh, today. But Bob Lanier, uh, one of the all-time greats, but eight-time All-Star, passed away at the age of 73. You know, I remember about Lanier growing up as a kid. Uh, someone revealed that he had a 23-size foot, you know, for a sneaker size of 23. I mean... 
And that always kind of stuck with me. I don't know why. One of the greatest centers of all time. And uh, he's known with me for having a big foot or big feet in 20 size 23. But uh, sad news, 73 only. I would have thought he was older than that, to tell you the truth. Uh, PGA, not good. PGA Tour uh, decided not to allow, and I don't, I don't necessarily blame them, but they decided not to allow their players to play in the Saudi-backed LIV Golf League. Many people thought they would. Uh, each player gets three exemptions where you're allowed to kind of leave the tour and play elsewhere. Uh, but I guess according to the letter of the law, if you're part of the PGA Tour, you need permission to play in other tournaments. And uh, like I said, many people thought the PGA would say, okay, since this was the first one, but PGA said, nope, you play in this tour, you're out of our league. Simple as that. So, and I don't, you know, honestly, it sounds selfish, but I don't really blame them. Why, why would the PGA help a league that's going to be competing against the PGA when everything is said and done, right? I mean, you can't really blame them for that. Oh, okay. It's, it's kind of like asking a quarterback to, to help the backup quarterback uh, take his job. Well, why am I going to do that? You know, well, well, why would I, you know, the, help you be better to beat me? I, I never disagreed with that. So PGA said no. So we'll see what happens. This thing's going to go to court. This thing absolutely is going to end up going to court. And uh, Montreal Canadiens won the NHL draft lottery. They had the best chance of getting the number one pick since he has the world record. They, they did. Jersey moved up from five to two. Not bad. Bad. Arizona three, Seattle four, and the Philadelphia Flyers number five. Uh, good job by the phone callers, emailers, and tweeters. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Pro football, full circle. Ben Stevens and Joe Lisi coming up next right here on the Sports Grid Radio Series 6M159.